Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. I am so thankful and just grateful to be here with you. Honestly, I know I said this in my last episode, but I miss seeing y'all seeing. I guess I don't ever see you, but you know, I miss that feeling of being with you every single day. So it is just such a joy to my heart to be here to to share what God has laid on my heart. And let me tell y'all, he spoke a word and he has been speaking it to my heart. (laughs) He has been speaking it to my heart. And it has been over the course of a long time. It kind of coming to this place of fruition, this place of really seeing all of the connections that God has made in my heart and in my life. And isn't it amazing how God does that? How even when we can sit down and read his word and some days are amazing and we get all of these revelations and applications and inspiration, other days it's not like that. We sit down and we walk away not necessarily sure what we're taking from it. Or maybe it's passage to passage that changes. And I'm here to let you know that that's okay and that's normal. Because God's word is living and active. And I love Isaiah 55 because it says that God's word does not return empty. It's always going to do what it sets out to do. And I've seen that in my life. But let me just share that quick little section with you because it's so beautiful from Isaiah 55 verse 10. Also, sorry if you can hear my husband in the background. He's playing a game and having way too much fun. (laughs) But Isaiah 55 verse 10, for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. It's so gorgeous. It's so glorious that just like the rain comes down from the sky, right? And it waters things and they grow up. It it makes me think of that first day of spring. And y'all, I am craving spring. Here in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, we are like not close to spring at all. But we had one day that was above freezing and the, the sun was out and things were starting to melt a little bit. And I'm like having to remind myself, it's not spring. It's not spring. <laughs> little glimpse inside my head. But this makes me think of after all the thaw, right? After everything thaws out, everything is still kind of brown and icky and muddy. But oftentimes you'll get that first rain and suddenly you wake up the next day and everything is green. The buds have opened up into leaves. Grass is starting to come up and everything went from brown to green overnight. And that's the visual that this conjures up for me, that God's word is like that, that the rain actually leads to growth. It doesn't do nothing. It leads to growth. It leads to flourishing. And in the same way, God's word is the same. That some days we may read it and we may not see something going on, 
We may not see the green leaves, right? The little buds that pop open to be green overnight. We may not see that every single day, but know that God's word is working and it does what it sets out to do. It accomplishes that which God purposes and it will succeed. It is working. It doesn't return to him empty. And I have been reminded of this because it's been so cool to see all of these connections built up over time that God has laid in my heart. And I would love to share it with you. Going into last year, I was really trying my best to go out and do, to go out and be, to go out and make wise choices. And you know what? I kept on falling flat. I would have success for a little while and then I would come back to the same place of asking, what am I doing wrong? And one thing that God really showed me, and he showed me this year in January actually, was that I wasn't working with myself Right? I was listening to all these other people and all these great ideas and wanting to grow, which is wonderful. But I was doing it in a way that I was trying to change myself and my hard wiring to match what other people were telling me was normal, to match what other people were telling me worked for them instead of working with my own hard wiring, my own personality, and the things that God has already given me. I was making things so much harder because I was fighting an uphill battle against my natural impulses rather than just working with them, even though that looks totally different from other people. And so I'm here to tell you today that if you feel like you are completely different than other people, if you feel like you are fighting an uphill battle against yourself, if you feel like it is so hard to do the things you're wanting to do, I would invite you to ask the Lord How am I working with myself and how am I working against myself? And so God had all these wheels turning for me of asking myself, how am I making things harder than they need to be just because I'm following the right thing to do with air quotes around right, right? Trish, because I'm trying to follow all this advice because I'm trying to do all of these things instead of just looking at who God made me to be, working with that to follow his call. And then after all of that beautiful revelation, and I started to really see, wow, I can work with myself and see results. I can do this and see results. It's beautiful. It's amazing. One of those things for me was with like habit tracking, for example. If you want to have good habits, a lot of people are going to tell you to to get a calendar, you know, and mark off all the days that you succeed. Well, the thing is for me, that was really, really hard. Because as soon as I lost a day, I would look at it and say, oh no, my streak has ended. That doesn't feel supportive to me. I feel like a failure and all this mind drama would come up and I would really struggle to maintain habits when I was tracking it in this way because it felt like rather than looking at my successes, I was looking at my failures. And God showed me through a book I read this beautiful way to track things visually. So this is a little side note, but I now have two jars of marbles by my bed. And every time I do one of my habits that is a healthy habit that I want to cultivate, like getting up at a certain time or doing my morning routine or, you know, getting off my phone a certain amount of time before bed, I move a marble over to the second jar. And this is something I've never heard anyone else talk about. But for me, it is so helpful because I'm not seeing the failures. 
Sure, I don't get that little rush of joy. I don't get to put the marble in when I don't succeed, but I don't actually see my failures. I only see my growing success. And that has helped me to stay motivated, to stay proud of myself. And my habits have grown, I mean, honestly, exponentially. It has been incredible the amount of growth that has just come from this one little change. Or even my energy levels when I have come to the realization that if I don't have to, I am not a get up at the crack of dawn person. That I enjoy staying up late at night because my brain comes alive and I love the creativity that my brain comes up with and the rest and calm that comes with late nights. And so I have gained so much more energy, so much more productivity, simply by allowing my body to be on the schedule it wants to be. And I know that's an example that not everyone can do for work reasons, but for me, it has been huge. And instead of guilting myself for the things that I thought I needed to change about me, the things I thought I needed to grow about me, And just saying, you know, this is my hardwiring. How can I work with it? I have seen so much growth and God has used that in amazing ways in my life. Even reading his word. Even getting into scripture. This living and active book that is so beautiful. Allowing myself to let that be something joyful that is between me and the Lord. That is not something that is regimented. That is strict. Like other people are telling me, you have to read your Bible every single day for X, Y, Z. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do this Bible study with other people. You have to be doing this reading plan. You have to do a chapter a day. All this stuff. I realized for me, that was heavy that was a burden and since I have released that burden and that weight and I have worked with how my brain wants to dive into scripture without the pressure of what I should be doing I have seen God's word in a new way and I long to be in it like I haven't felt in a long time and it's so exciting my friends And God really laid this section of scripture on my heart from John chapter 8. And he took what he had been connecting in my heart, right, with not working against myself. And he really showed me something beautiful. So let's look into John chapter 8. This is when Jesus is talking to the Jews and he's basically telling them that he is from the Father and that he is here for a purpose, And he's letting them in on on the truth that, you know, the cross is going to happen. We're going to be in verse 28 here. So Jesus said to them, when you have lifted up the son of man, right, pointing to the cross, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the father taught me. And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone. For I always do the things that are pleasing to him. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. He, he was telling them about the cross, right? And that God, God the Father, the one true living God was with him, was faithful to him and sent him. And he goes on. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And they go and they ask questions, right? They answered him, we're offspring of Abraham. 
and have never been enslaved to anyone, how is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. They didn't, they didn't get it. And I I get that because I've read this verse so many times. I've heard this verse so many times and yet God revealed it to me in a new way. Because last year, when I was working against myself, I was trying with all my might. I I was doing all the things. I I was trying things out. I I was working really hard. I I was doing strategy after strategy after strategy, listening to advisor after advisor after advisor. And guess what? I kept on falling flat. And yes, I kept on coming back to Christ. Yes, I kept on coming back to his word. And yes, God was working through all of that. But as I read this verse again, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. God spoke to me. You can't set yourself free. You can't set yourself free. I've also been dwelling on this beautiful topic of of being renewed in Christ. And God showed me You can't renew yourself. Wow. You can't renew yourself. You can't set yourself free. And that hit me hard. Because without meaning to, that's what I had been doing. If we look at Romans 12, this beautiful verse, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. It's all about his grace. Right here, it's not being conformed to the world, but it's being transformed. And that's not a transformation that we do, that we work so hard to make happen. That was so beautiful. We don't renew ourselves. We don't set ourselves free. You can't work hard enough to renew yourself. You can't work hard enough to set yourself free. You can't work hard enough to transform yourself. Let me tell you, that was a weight off my shoulders. That was a weight off my shoulders because that's what it was. I was trying to work my way to success by doing it all myself. And I didn't mean to be, right? I was coming back to the Lord constantly. I was resting in him. I was relying on him. But God, through all of these challenges, as I'm fighting against myself, showed me that I can't renew myself. I can't set myself free. And I hadn't realized I had been trying to do that. I hadn't realized I had been holding on to this thought and this belief that if I just did more, I would be more renewed. If I just did more, I would be more free. If I just did more, I would be more successful. And I was able to let that go. If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Abiding 
leads to knowing. And knowing that truth is freedom. And what does that mean for us? Right? We want to be free. We want to be renewed. We want to be growing. We want to be prosperous, right? He says, abide. Abide in my word. And abiding, it's almost like resting in. It's almost like trusting. Right? It's not something that we have to work so hard to do. <laughs> we get to go to the Lord. And we get to rest with him. We get to give him our burdens. And he gives us rest. He gives us freedom. He gives us renewal and transformation. I love Psalm chapter one. We're jumping all around today, but God's laying it on my heart. And so I'm going to share it with y'all. I was not planning on it, but we're going to go with the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Psalm one is talking about blessed is the man. And it says his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. And it is that tree, you know, working so hard to put down roots, working so hard to be building itself up? No. No, it is abiding. It is, it is abiding in the nutrients of the soil. Right? It is being grounded in its foundation and the source of its life. And this says, right... On his law, he meditates day and night. It's meditating on scripture. It's being with the Lord and resting with him because he is the only source of renewal, of freedom, of transformation, of prospering. Ah, And that beautiful truth that I don't need to hustle, I don't need to work, I can just abide I can just abide and the truth will set me free. And who's the truth? Christ. Christ is the only truth. He is love. He is truth. He is grace. And he and only he will set me free. And it's the same for you, my friends. If you are struggling with, with burnout, with feeling overwhelmed, with, with stress, with, with all these things, maybe even a poor self-image because you're not feeling successful or worthy or prosperous, come back to Christ. Come back to his word. Abide with him because it's not about doing. It's not about doing all of these things. It's about being. And I've heard that tossed around a lot lately. But God has really showed me that it's not just about being ourselves. That's a part of it, right? Yes, it is. But it's more about being with the Lord. Being the Lord's. Being in his presence. Being in his word. And that's a load off of us. Because we don't have to do our way to prosperity. (laughs) We don't have to do our way to freedom or to renewal or to any of these things, but we can just be with the Lord. We can be his. And he is going to work that transformation in our lives. And he's also shown me that there is that balance, right, between us making choices and acting, but also resting in him. 
if you abide in my word and abiding is an action, right? That is an intentional action that we choose to take, right? So there is a a certain aspect of doing. (laughs) It's like this little balance. If you abide in my word, you're truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So there is a balance between our acting and showing up for him and it being his work that is going through us, his work that is transforming us and growing us, setting us free and renewing us. So remember that that his word is always active. His word is always connecting the dots. His word is always planting seeds in your heart, whether you feel it or not. And it is through abiding in him, just like a, a tree planted by a stream, right? With its roots going down, abiding, being grounded in him, being rooted in him. That, that is our work. But it's a work that is not a burden. It's a work that is not heavy because it's not something we do but we get to go be with our loving Heavenly Father who loves you so much. So I hope that this was just as much a balm to your soul as it was to mine. I know for me, it um, hit really right. (laughs) And uh, I also just wanted to share this verse from Colossians 2. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. So yes, we choose to walk with him. We choose to be abounding in thanksgiving, to be thankful. But at the same time, we are rooted and built up in him. He is the one giving us the nutrients. He is the one building us, growing you. Rest in him. Let go of the doing and just be with your God. Be with the one who loves you, who became a man, died on a cross for you, who will move mountains for you, who will part seas for you. Be with him and trust him to be working that renewal that freedom that transformation in your heart in your life thanks so much for being here my friends i hope y'all have a wonderful week and i'm so excited to see you in our next episode And I would be remiss if I didn't invite you to a super cool free opportunity, right? I mean, who wants to miss that? (laughs) We are going to be talking more about this concept of renewing and abiding, um, not only looking at scripture, probably this verse included, (laughs) the one in John that we were talking about, you know, the truth will set you free. But we're also going to be looking at some really cool practices and tools that you can use in your life um, that have been really impactful for my heart that I'm excited to share with you. It's going to be a free online workshop at the end of February. Uh, the link is in the show notes. It's hesedheart.com slash renew. It's called the Renew You Workshop. I would love to have you join me totally free. It's going to be on Zoom. And I'm just really excited for how the Lord is going to work there. So you're invited. Go check it out. 
And as always, I'm here if you have any questions or, or would like prayer for anything. So yeah, reach out to me, come join the workshop. And thanks again for being here.